Welcome to Align the Stars, a limited edition podcast. This is Align the Stars, a limited edition podcast on the Paul Zotter release, Songs Without a Chorus. This is Paul Zotter. Welcome to Align the Stars, a limited edition podcast. This is episode one, The Context. Welcome to Align the Stars. Paul, very nice of you to to join us today. So as we start to talk about virtually any release in 2020, I I think we have to address the the elephant in the room. And, you know, how did the circumstances of 2020 lead to this recording for you, Paul? Well, it's suffice to say that when 2020 began, I had absolutely no intention of of doing anything that is uh, is is on this release. In fact, I had really focused my energies on something that was going to be a little bit more uh, thematic and progressive in nature, and had actually started on some pre-production and some some rehearsals with the very talented Dave Dewitt and Paul Lanahan to to kind of start doing that, and just assuming that it was going to take a couple of years because I can't seem to do anything creative, you know, in less than 24 months or or longer. So uh, I was very much looking forward to another year of very busy happenings at my day career and um, many, many gigs uh, entertaining my friends in the Southern Chester County area. And then of course the middle of March hit and we all, sort of just started working from home and I feel very fortunate and blessed that I, that I can work from home, but things changed drastically for, for everybody. And there I was working uh, at home and no one could come and rehearse. And it was just kind of a, a strange time. And believe it or not, my overall reaction was to almost just stop everything. I was noodling around on guitar. We were in progressive palaver. We were talking about a pink Floyd, at the time. Yep. So I was, you know, at the end of my workday, I would grab my guitar and, and, you know, figure out the great gig in the sky chords and, you know, tool around with versions of time and thought around, oh, I could put this up, you know, on like a YouTube video or something like that. And kind of like you used to do, right? Kind of like I used to do. And, and it just, everything started to become totally random. Like I even put together a, an acoustic version of All You Zombies. <laughs> Um, Did you really? Which I, which I thought was very, very appropriate for the, the situation. That, you know, but at the time, you know, the last chorus of All You Zombies is, you know, come on, All You Zombies, show your faces, you know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's... That's not appropriate. <laughs> that's not really where we are right now. So, um... So I ended up doing nothing 
for for you know, I I decided to spend my weekends catching up on the Marvel Universe movies. I literally watched them from you know in chronological order, and you know just uh, chronological you know, release or chronological in terms of story or is it chronological? The same? I don't even know. Yeah, chronological in terms of story. Okay, uh, which is really amazing because I hadn't watched. As a brief aside, I hadn't watched all of them, and I had seen like the big ones, like the big Avenger. And, and when you watch them in chronological order, there's an amazing thread of characters that, that take place there. And so many little Easter eggs and all the different movies that tie everything in is really cool. It's really cool. And so I had really not any intention on doing anything. And a friend of mine, Bob Starner, who I knew from, from you know performing in the area, uh, wanted to put together one of those virtual things where everybody records something in their house and he splices it all together in the movie. So I was like, okay, that's cool. So we actually did of all things, we did um, that traveling Wilbury song and, and I did my part and had some fun with it. And this was probably a good four weeks into our quarantine. And in order to do that, I actually had to do the video venture down into the studio and like pull up some of my music stuff and, and do some editing. And when I did that, it sort of sparked, hey, look, I've got some things in here that, you know, I started working on, you know, sometime in the last year. And and that's all it took. And before you knew it, I was spending my weekends just recording any little bits of whatever I had started. And then and, and then it turned down the road of actually writing new material. Long answer. <laughs> it's, I mean, but but that's that's a lot of how this happened, right? I mean, you know, uh, there was this sort of this cottage industry, if that's the right word, sort of sprung up around these sort of online compilations, you know, and, and a lot of people were, were doing it. They were they were popping up like crazy. I don't even know that I was aware of the Traveling Wilburys one. The first one I think I was aware of was the Red Barchetta in which you were you were uh, participating. Yes. And that was actually that's uh, uh, so the Bob, Bob Starner one was kind of a one and done. And um, the incomparable Dave Tig texted me one day and said, hey, we should do one of those virtual things. You mean DeWitt? And he said something. He, I forget what he suggested. And I just kind of jokingly said, well, why don't we just do Red Barchetta? <laughs> what a joke. And, 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 and to my astonishment, but I, I don't know why, because that's exactly the way that Dave Tig is. He just was like, in. And like the next thing you know, he, we had all these reference tracks and he was reaching out to a drummer. We ended up getting this really great guy from Venezuela to do the drums for us. And um, and and that's turned into its own little and little thing as well. And that's just been that is also a big piece of what's inspired this release, because in some ways um, I've definitely tried to push myself a little in different directions. And uh, some of that has to do with the immense amount of time I've spent listening to progressive rock music over the last couple of years. But also because with the Virtuosos, we've, we've purposely picked songs that are challenging to duplicate. And, and, you know, Red Barchetta certainly is something that while I've sung a million times in the car, <laughs> I've never ever committed to actually performing that and doing that what it just it elevates your respect for the artistry in those songs and it's also extremely just challenging to execute so that's been an inspiration 
uh, that's that's bled over for sure into the release. And, and it's funny you bring up maybe some of the influence of you know listening to extensive amounts of progressive uh, music for the, you know our our day podcast because as as I was trying to look for context on this release, I went back and I reviewed your other releases. Um, mm-hmm. 2014's Guitars and Cars, um, Victory Song from 2016, Toast to Fathers in 2017, and then even just last year's Sentimental, which, yeah. I mean, Paul, two releases in two years, that's that's prolific, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's very unexpected. But but um, but those, you know, and it's, it's funny because having known you for as long as I have and, and having known virtually everything that you've ever written, you know, those, those releases that you have done here in, in the 21st century, they're, they're undeniably Paul Zotter, but they are also, dare I say, less proggy in the sense that, you know, a lot of the strong structures are, are, are more straightforward. It's a lot of acoustic guitar, which was presumably was influenced by your extensive playing in, in you know, the acoustic, um, yeah. you know, environment so you know now when when sort of that gets taken away and you're stuck at home listening to loads and loads of prog on vinyl you know this happens and i I noticed that that sort of change myself in this but it like i said it's still it's all undeniably paul zotter what about those songs that you had in your mind to start that were more proggy so is this on the continuum is songs without a chorus then maybe somewhere in between those two extremes? I, I for sure it is. Yeah, and so the the funny part about this release is that I had been noodling around on a song which is very Pink Floyd inspired, and I it's something that for literally the last ten years I would just noodle around before a gig just to kind of warm up on, and it never really had a structure. It never really had any lyrics. And that was actually the first thing that I decided to work on. Um, even though I had some things in the hopper, I just was inspired to, to move on that. And it's ironic that one is not even going to be on this release because, <laughs> because as, as often the case, you know, your, your first, you know, your f- first strokes on the canvas aren't always the, the best ones. And as I started going down that road and put that song together and sent it out to some friends for some additional music, uh, and and then as I started to pro- uh, progress on the other songs, I I didn't feel like that one was up to the par of the others, and I and so it's going to go through a rewrite. But that really was the spark of recording and 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 doing all of this that drove that. And then I started just going through every weekend. I was like, you know what? Like there's a, there's a, a leftover from Guitars and Cars that never made that, and and. I wanted to work on that. So I spent a whole weekend demoing that. And it's actually very, uh, very like a modern country sort of tune, which doesn't fit into anything that I've ever done before and nothing that I plan to do in the future. So the, the thought around songs without a chorus was great. I'm just going to put out whatever the heck I want to, cause it's coronavirus. We're all in quarantine and we're all just being creative and, and I'm just going to do that. And I think that sort of the turning point for me was was when I wrote the song Second Chances.
and that that for me was a was definitely you know if you want to talk about a song that sort of is the in between between something you know somewhat proggy and more of a, the the more typical song i think that song is really representative of that and then when i started working on that then i was like okay like i can't include the stuff that's not either up to par or doesn't fit because this has a little bit more of a sonic sonic feel to it but i i you know, to your point, it definitely feels to me like I think it's really good that, you know, the the the, the thing that I thought I was going to spend working on t- in 2020. Like, I hope that that's that's on the docket to pick up again when when this is done. Uh, I think that I think songs without a chorus is a good transition between what I've done before and and hopefully what's coming. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious. I mean, knowing a little bit about what's uh, what's in that other project as well, I have some vested interest in in seeing that yes, come to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> so, besides the fact that the recording and, and the creative process was sort of jump started by you know the the impact of coronavirus and and you know everything else, did the coronavirus and the current situation in 2020 impact you know this thematically at all or or even just you know the way you approached it or was it just you had more time in your hands and away you go i definitely think that uh you know from from the standpoint of again the song second chances i think that as i started so that i mean that's probably the only one that was completely written front to back everything else had you know had some sort of idea of germinating previously um, and that second chances was really inspired by the discovery of the high strung guitar that we were exploring when we were doing the Pink Floyd episodes um, of Progressive Palaver. And, you know, for me, that there's a, a hopefully a very positive message that it, that rings true in second chances. And as I started to write that, that definitely became a, a certain level of urgency in my mind uh, about like this has like, I want this to be done. And, and I think of anything, what, what the coronavirus and the, qu- the quarantine situation did was to me added urgency to say, like, I can't let this happen, like turn into another project that takes 18 months or two years to do. Like I, you know, I think it's important for, for me to get this out and for, you know, people to hear it. Cool. That's great. And, you know, I guess we all had the added benefit of, um, you know, all that extra time that shows up on your schedule when you're not commuting to and from work. It's like, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> Five o'clock yeah. comes and, and you can just turn around and you're in the studio. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. It, it's been a lot of fun. And I, it, that was actually sort of the like the red Barchetta moment. Um, you know, every every day after work, you know, it'd be like 530 quarter to six. And I would just kind of step into my family room and fire it up on my my phone and just start singing it and be like, yeah, not not feeling it today and just move on to the next thing. And then there was that one day where I was like, "Ooh, I think I've got it today," <laughs> and you know, I run right down and you know and do it. It's um, it's it's been really, it's I mean, it's it's just been 
to have all that extra, extra time, if you will, um, and to, and to be so flexible has definitely impacted. And also, you know, not, not for nothing, I'm a very active, uh, hockey parent. So not having any, any gigs on the weekends or any hockey activity, even in the spring, uh, to be, to be going to, you know, it's amazing when you wake up on Saturday morning and literally you have the entire day to create. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. So I think, um, We'll probably finish up here, and next episode we will get into the songs themselves. I'm very interested to to sort of dive in to this this wonderful palette that you've created, Paul. So thank you very much. Thank you, Joe. In episode two, we will examine the songwriting and the songs themselves. You've been listening to Align the Stars, a limited edition podcast. 